This broadcast is a presentation of Kingdom Impact Ministry and is made possible by the grace of God, faithful prayers, and gifts from partners and viewers like you. So God created man perfect, Adam and Eve. He, he was perfect in the Garden of Eden. And then sin came into the world because of their violation of God's trust and God's will for their lives. They lost all the blessings and all the rights and all the privileges that God had given them before then. So as a result of their you know, failure to obey God and to do God's will, you know, we see that sin came into the world. You know, sickness and disease and weakness and failure, loneliness and fear and hatred and murder and revenge and jealousy and envy and confusion and shame and guilt, you name it, condemnation, and eventually, you know, death, eternal separation from God. But then we see God's love was not going to be defeated because of their disobedience and rebellion. You know, because God created them in His own image, okay, and He gave them the authority to rule and reign in the Garden of Eden. So, but on the cross at Calvary, God was still pursuing mankind to restore man to the place of that relationship the place of intimacy. You see, my friend, you and I, we are created for relationship. And when that relationship is broken, whether with God or with our spouse or with our fellow man, there is this inner turmoil that begins to go on. So I want to take you on this journey because I believe God wants you and I to understand what he did for us and what he thinks of us. Okay. So our need is sevenfold. And God's provision for humankind is sevenfold, okay? And our redemption is sevenfold. And God has revealed to us through his word how we can tap into his sevenfold blessings, okay? So, but first, what is redemption? Because I call these the seven blessings of redemption. There are many other names and ways that God has given us to to reach out to him and to call on him, but there are seven names that are connected to the redemptive work of Christ, okay, described in the seven names of God, of Jehovah, that we can tap into his blessings. So, what is redemption? Redemption means to buy back, to repurchase, to free from captivity, to release from debt or obligation of blame. Okay, God reveals himself as the Redeemer, okay, as the one who's redeeming us and saving us from ourselves, from our sin, from this thing called iniquity and sin and rebellion and, and disobedience that has separated us from him, okay, and he shows us that his love is always going to win, okay. In Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 6. I'm reading from the New Living Translations. He says, and this will be his name. 
Okay, the Lord is our righteousness. In that day, Judah will be saved and Israel will live in safety. You see, God, you see, that was more of a futuristic promise. But he says, his name will be the Lord, our righteousness. And this comes into its fruition, into its richness and greatness at Calvary. Okay, when Jesus came, he became our righteousness. Okay, he became the Lord, our righteousness. And the Bible calls him Jehovah Skenu, from the, you know, what is translated, the Lord is our righteousness. Okay, so God has already provided their seven blessings to meet the seven human needs. We have so many needs, but there are seven. You know why? Because seven is the number of completion, is the number of fullness. Okay? And God's work of redemption is complete and is revealed in these seven blessings that I'm going to unpack with you in this series. Okay? Because I believe God wants you to come out of religiosity and legalism to actually live in the freedom. The freedom that he has purchased, remember, redeeming or redemption means to repurchase to buy back to restore okay god has already restored you and i to a position that even the angels are envious of you okay he says now we are no longer under the sentence of death because of sin if we have received christ into our lives Okay, Ezekiel 18, verse 20. And this is what the law says. The law says that a person who sins is the one who will die. Okay, so the, the, the wages of sin in Romans 6, 23, it says the wages of sin is death, but the gift, okay, what we are talking about, this blessing of God's righteousness, God becoming your righteousness, my righteousness, and I'm going to show you in this message today that you become the righteousness of god that my friend changes everything okay that's why i want you and god desires for you and i to be free from religion because religion is rituals and ceremonies what we are talking about is life okay religion is ceremonies and rituals and you know sets of do's and don'ts without divine life what we are talking about is life the divine life of the almighty god okay so he said the law says that the person who sins is the one who will die separated from god for the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life in christ jesus our lord now i'm talking to you i'm talking to two people one you are watching and you don't know jesus okay says the wages of sin is death okay you were spiritually separated from god and you cannot really partake of the blessing i'm talking about until you accept him as your lord and savior the other person is you are a believer but you're still living under the condemnation of the law okay you have not known the lord to be your righteousness and what he has made you so in this message today i pray by the spirit of god that you get this into your spirit god has created you for relationship for intimacy with him okay that's your identity that's why there's a longing all the religions of this world you know they the members of those religions are searching Okay, they are searching for meaning. They are searching for that purpose and that fulfillment that only God can feel because he's the one that created us into his image after his own likeness with this deep longing for that intimacy. 
Okay, that oneness, that communion, that to experience love on the deepest level. Okay, and only God can do that in the human heart. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse twenty-one. Now listen to this: For He made Him, meaning Christ, who knew no sin, to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ. Okay? Jesus took our sins. Oh, I like the way the Living Bible puts it. Listen to this. For God took the sinless Christ and poured into him our sins. Then in exchange, he poured God's goodness into us. Dear friend, God has credited you, your account, your name, with the very righteousness of God. He has credited you. The righteousness of Jesus, the Son of God, is now yours and mine. Okay? For he made him who knew no sin to become sin, that we might become Okay, we might become the righteousness of God. Now, dear friend, this is why I said this is the foundation, this is the key to releasing you into the power of God, the authority of God, into the identity that God has already given you, so you can actually operate on God's level, on God's standard, in God's authority and anointing, because you know now you are not a beggar you are not one trespassing into the presence of god you are not trying to crawl yourself into the throne room of god okay you're not trying to uh in a way just win god's favor he says jesus now this has nothing to do with you you know you may cry and moan and groan and roll on the floor and beg for god's mercy but you don't have to you know why because jesus took your place my place right he took your place and god took your sins and poured it into him and he took the righteousness of his son jesus christ and poured them into you you see there is a divine exchange that happened when you receive jesus christ and if you haven't received this Jesus Christ, and but you desire to experience this divine life, this exchange, you are going to, before we finish this broadcast today. This is the good news, that you are restored back to God. Okay? Now, I'm not talking about your failings or your shortcomings. I'm talking about your identity. Okay? You are the righteousness of God in Christ. Let that sink in. Okay, you are Romans chapter 3, verse 24 to 25. Yet God freely and graciously declares that we are righteous. Now, what does it mean when God declares you and I righteous? It means that we have no sin consciousness anymore. Okay, it means that we have no sense of inferiority before God. We have no sense of guilt or shame because we are right with God. We are right 
in God's sight, not because of what we have done, but because we have received this blessing. Now, this blessing doesn't just happen to you. Many believers, you know, they have received Christ, and yet they are still under the stronghold of religion, you know, and legalism, because they have not accepted the gift just the way it is. It is a gift. It is a blessing. Okay, the word blessing from the Greek and the Hebrew really means happiness. That's why in the Beatitudes, he says, you know, blessed are those. Blessed is he. Happy is the man who follows after righteousness. Happy. Blessing. The blessings of God. God created you and I for his happiness to be in us and to be through us. He created you and I to enjoy these blessings. They are blessings that Christ has already paid the price for you to get. Okay? You don't have to attain them. You see, attaining is religion. Attaining means you have to do something to earn it. Righteousness, you don't have to. Because Christ became sin in your place, in your name. He stepped at the cross of Calvary in your name and in your place. And he took upon himself your sins, my sins, the sins of the world, okay? And he gave you his righteousness. I want you to receive that in your spirit. I want you to begin to say this after me, that I am the righteousness of God in Christ. You are. You have no sense of sin consciousness. You have no guilt no shame, no inferiority complex, because that is the devil's tricks against God's children so that we feel inferior coming into the presence of God. And therefore, our prayer life is really very, very weak, okay? And our effectiveness is very limited because we feel inferior when we're approaching God, we have this sense of unworthiness. I'm not worthy enough. I'm not good enough. Dear friend, you don't have to be worthy. You don't have to be good. God is good. And he has given you his goodness. He has given you his name. He has given you his nature. He has given you his righteousness, his very character, his very life, his very essence. Okay, he has given that to you in Christ Jesus. And so he says, Romans 3, 24, Yet God freely and graciously declares that we are righteous. He declares, God declares that over you. You are righteous. Declare that over yourself. I am righteous. And I'm telling you, you say that enough and you begin to believe it because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Okay? He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. Dear friend, you are free. You can find freedom. I know many believers who are still in bondage because they think they have to win God's favor. You know, does God like me? Does God love me? Yes, that's what he says. And he has set you free to be his son, to be his friend, to be his child. Okay, so you have to receive this wonderful gift that God gives you. In Romans chapter 
5 verse 17. This is a gift of God. I pray you get this. For if by the trespass of one man, death reigned through that one man, meaning Adam and Eve, how much more with those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. He says, if sin came through the disobedience and the rebellion of Adam and Eve and contaminated the whole human race, okay, how much more will those who receive, now, this is the key, this is how you get it. You don't pray and fast to get this. He says, how much more will those who receive, okay, you and I just receive it, receive the gift of God's abundant provision of grace, okay, and of the gift of righteousness, the gift of right standing with God. Dear friend, you have right now the same credibility before the Father as Jesus Christ. Why? Because Jesus took your name and in your place, he stood there in your name and in your place, and he paid the penalty of your sins. No debt can be paid twice, okay? If he paid the price, he can be paid again. All you need to do right now to give your righteousness to Jesus and take the righteousness that he gives you. You need to take what you thought was the righteousness, the, this religiosity and legalism and all these entanglements of the enemy, give them to Jesus today. And then you receive, this is a free gift that you and I get to receive. But first, you have to realize you don't have to work for it. So stop trying. Stop trying to work to earn it. That's religion. Religion is rituals, ceremonies, do's and don'ts, but there is no divine life. There is no Zoe of God. There is no Zoe. The, the life of God is missing. We get to experience the very life of God, the very nature of God, because we have received Christ into our lives, and as a result, His life becomes our life okay first John 1 16 it is says of his fullness have you received you and I grace upon grace when we receive Christ we receive his fullness and that fullness my friend includes the righteousness of God so this is a gift that you and I get to receive Okay, so how do we receive this gift or become the righteousness of God? It is so simple. It is scriptural. It is simple and it's so easy. And we are going to embrace it. We are going to shake off religiosity and all the things that have been entangling us and weighing us down to live the life of freedom, the life of liberty, the life of abundance. The Bible calls it abundant provision of God's grace. The life of grace is the life of grace. It's the life of redemption. We have been redeemed from the curse of the law. We have been redeemed and the price cannot be paid again because Jesus paid it. I mean, no debt can be paid twice. So he paid it. All we have to do is receive it. Romans chapter 3 verse 25. For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. Now, this is how we become right with God. If you feel you're not right with God, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is how man becomes right with God. And it's so simple. It's so simple. 
Oh, dear friend, it says, For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. This sacrifice shows that God was being fair when he held back and he don't punish those who sinned in times past. You see, it says, we become right when we believe. You see, believe. It's an action, and I'm going to show you here. When we believe this truth, maybe you know Jesus, maybe you don't. Maybe you have accepted him into your life, maybe you haven't. It doesn't matter. You believe this truth, that it's for you, you begin to experience the gift. You begin to experience this wonderful, I call it the miracle blessing of God's righteousness, where you are able to stand before God without a sense of inferiority, you know, sin consciousness, without shame, without guilt, a sense of unworthiness. Why? Because you have handed Jesus all your baggage and everything that you think you are, that you think you have, that you think you can, you know, be, you give it over to him. And you take his life. You take his righteousness. You take his peace. You take all that he promises to you and I. Hallelujah. So, let's read Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. He says, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Verse 10, it is by believing, okay, it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. Now, it doesn't matter what you're struggling with right now. It doesn't matter what you're going through right now or things you, are, you need to overcome. You believe this wonderful miracle blessing of righteousness is yours, okay? Your sins have been paid for, okay? You don't have to keep living in your sin. You don't have to keep living under the consequences of this sin in your life because they are being paid for. And he said, you believe in your heart, you are made right with God. You be just believe in your heart. And it is by declaring openly, declaring your faith that you are saved. Okay. It is as simple as that. It is by coming before God, believing the truth, that he has redeemed you, he has repurchased you, he has restored you back into the family. You have the same family rights. Now listen to this. This is good news. This, I'm telling you, this is freedom. You have the same family rights as the firstborn of the many brethren, Jesus Christ. You and I have the same rights. We have been restored through his finished work of redemption. We have been restored back in fellowship with the Father. We have fellowship with the Father. We can approach boldly the throne of grace. We can approach boldly, okay, through the blood, through what Jesus 
has done not because you have prayed so hard you have fasted so hard you have done all that you know religion tells you to do but you have simply received accepted this wonderful work of redemption of the cross in your name and in your place and you have embraced it and now you accept it and you receive it and you already told us how we receive it is by believing okay we believe this is ours the blessing of God's righteousness we are the righteousness you believe that and then you begin to receive it okay so how do you receive it practically simple like I said you go before God and you tell him you thought you are all this and you repent and you give him all your righteousness the Bible says that our righteousness is filthy rags okay even on a greatest day is filthy rags why because we try to impress God and we try to do things to win God's favor God's love God's grace God's mercy we don't have to because God has already provided his abundant grace and the gift of righteousness and all that it will work in us for us and through us and all we need to do is believe the truth and then receive it like a child just receive it take off all these things of religion and give them to Jesus okay give them to Jesus this dear friend changed my life when I realized that I have the same credibility as Jesus I have the same reputation before God as Jesus I have the same righteousness as Jesus I have the same standing as Jesus it freed me from trying from trying to you know be what really the Bible says not to be because we try always mankind always tries to complicate things you know God says it's by grace it's simple it's by you have received my mercy my grace my my provision it is a gift we try not to make it a gift we try to complicate it it's not complicated okay and when I realized that actually I can give all these things back to Jesus and just receive like a child his righteousness his holiness and allow the spirit of holiness the one you receive when Christ comes into your heart he goes to work in you and he works the fruit of God's holiness the, 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 the results of God's righteousness and holiness he begins to work that in you it's not something you produce now I'm not saying that you don't cultivate a lifestyle you know of devotion of study the Word of God of holiness that's not what I'm not talking about I'm talking about you and I being able to receive the gift and allow the Spirit of God the Spirit of holiness to actually go to work in us and produce the fruit of that righteousness because you and I in our nurture abilities we cannot produce it we cannot do it that's why God saw us desperate you know going way back before uh, in the beginning of time and so Adam and Eve perishing in their own sin he had to intervene okay they could not deliver themselves from their own sin and Jesus came so the provision of righteousness and healing are yours let's read first Peter chapter 2 verse 24 
I'm reading from the Amplified. This is what he says. He says, He personally bore our sins in his own body on the tree as on an altar and offered himself on it that we might die, cease to exist, to live, to sin, and live in righteousness. Now, let me read that again. He personally, Jesus Christ, bore our sins, yours and mine, in his own body on the tree, as an, on an altar, and offered himself on it. Listen to this. He is the Lord your righteousness. He is Jehovah's Kenu, the Lord your righteousness. He is not only the Lord your righteousness, but he makes you the righteousness of God. This is the miracle. This is the, the it's like the climax of redemption that you get to be filled with the very nature of God. You and I, when we receive this gift that we may die to sin, cease to exist to sin, and live to righteousness. Now, listen to this. This Now, this is mentioned in the same breath as salvation and then healing. Because we're going to pray before we finish this broadcast. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you that you'll be delivered from religiosity, from legalism, and find freedom. Okay? But also, I'm going to pray for those of you that need healing. Now, this is the Word of God. I believe the Word of God. Believe this Word, and the power in this Word is going to be made manifest in your spirit, your soul, and in your body. Okay? He says that we may live to righteousness, but not only that, by which, by His wounds, you have been healed. Dear friend, by His wounds, we have been healed. It's not that we are going to be healed in the future. We have been healed. At the cross of Calvary, we have been healed. Amen? So, I want to pray for you. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You're watching. You don't have this relationship with Jesus. You don't have... You don't know that you know that you have this relationship where you can approach God boldly without a sense of guilt or shame, without feeling unworthy, without you know, a sense of you know sin consciousness that your 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 conscience is judging you, your heart is judging you because you know you haven't repented of your sins. Okay. I, I want to pray with you a simple prayer. You can say, Dear Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I ask you to forgive my sins. I ask you into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I now confess with my mouth that you are the Lord of my life. I surrender my whole life to you. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and empower me to do your will from this moment going forward. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you have prayed that simple prayer, Jesus has come into your heart. You prayed it from the bottom of your heart. You meant it. Jesus has come into your heart. And guess what has happened? He has become your righteousness. 
and he has made you in an instant the righteousness of God. Now you can begin to partake of all the blessings that the righteousness of God imparts to you. Okay, now you can approach God as your father. You can approach him boldly. You can go into prayer. You can right there, wherever you're watching, whether you're driving, whether you're listening, whether you're on the streets, wherever you are and praying this prayer, you can stop and take a moment and say, Father, thank you for saving me. And guess what? He's now your father. Your name has been removed from the you know the book of the rebellious <laughs> the sinners into the book of life so you are a child of God as simple as that now I want to pray for you you are a believer but you have struggled to find freedom in yourself to find freedom in what God says you are and what God has really made you to be. You are struggling because you're trying to impress God in your own self, in your own power. Okay? I want to pray with you right now. Say, Lord Jesus, I have sinned against you by trying to impress you with my works. I give all these religious works to you now and I receive your free gift of righteousness. Lord Jesus, fill me with your power anew to live a life of freedom in your mighty name. Dear friend, as simple as that, you are denouncing and renouncing all that religiosity teaches us, taught us all these years, and you are entering freedom. So I want to pray for you right now to find that freedom. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that one that has been struggling in religion, struggling to be good to be righteous, to be holy, pure, to be accepted. Those that are struggling in their identity, I pray right now, by the power of your shed blood, Jesus, that they are free and set apart, afresh and anew, by your Holy Spirit. I pray for freedom from every entanglement, anything and everything that has been weighing them down. In the mighty name of Jesus, I speak freedom into their spirits, into their souls, and into their bodies. As a matter of fact, I come against every spirit of infirmity. For you said you don't only take our, away our sins, but you also healed us in your finished work. So Father, I lift every viewer and every listener that is needing a miracle healing in their body. I apply the blood of Christ upon their lives right now and I bind and cast out every spirit of infirmity, every life of infirmity in their bodies. I command it to go and live in Jesus' name and come back no more. Every spirit of diabetes. Hmm. Every spirit of diabetes, depression, anxiety, insomnia, 
somebody with heart palpitations. I speak healing into your body right now in the name of Jesus. I speak healing to their minds, to their emotions, their bodies. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, dear friend, there is an anointing here that's just pouring on me right now that God wants to set somebody free. He wants to set your mind free. Somebody watching, God wants to set your mind free from all the entanglement of the poor self-image, poor self-worth, distorted identity right now in the name of Jesus I release I apply the blood of Christ upon your mind and I speak health miracle health into your mind right now freedom to be released be filled with the mind of Christ in Jesus mighty name arthritis in your right knee Kabashanda in the name of Jesus be healed in Jesus mighty name deaf and dumb spirit right now I command you to leave that one right now watching the deaf and dumb spirit I bind you and I cast you out in the authority of the name of Jesus Christ son of the living God and I speak release of your hearing and of your speech now in Jesus mighty name Somebody crippled in their knees, another one in your ankles. You can't walk because of arthritis in your ankles right now. I rebuke those infirmities now. Who? Shabakaya, in the name of Jesus. And I speak healing into your bones and into your muscles, into your ankles and into your knees. In the name of Jesus, I release the miracle fire of the Holy Ghost. Oh. In Jesus' mighty name. Dear Lord, those that are bound by the spirit of fear, the fear of man. We speak freedom right now by the power of the Holy Spirit. Freedom from the fear of man, the fear of the unknown, from the religious spirit from legalism and all sorts of fear right now we resist you and we overcome you by the power of the blood of Christ in the name of Jesus loose those ones right now if it is you right now just say I receive freedom in Jesus mighty name thank you Lord Thank you, Jesus. Somebody's getting blessed right now. Somebody, God is setting you free. You're getting blessed from bondage to freedom. You're finding freedom right now. There is an anointing. Father, in the name of Jesus, I release your power upon every viewer and every listener. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, the anointing of your righteousness 
to transform them from the inside out to live a life of liberty freedom from despair to freedom that every attack and every stronghold of the enemy is broken by the power of the blood of Christ and the anointing of the Holy Spirit in Jesus mighty name thank you Lord just receive just receive I'm telling you there's just a strong anointing I, I feel it is and as long as it's still pouring on me like rain I'm just gonna linger in the presence of God because we are to preach the gospel in the demonstration of power you can even reach out and just put your hand on the screen and touch my hand because there's a power that is going through even the screen right now as you connect with it by faith again it's by believing this is how we receive it we receive this righteousness of God and the power of the Holy Spirit by believing thank you Jesus thank you Lord now dear friend God has done a miracle in your life and is still at work I want you to write to me tell me what God is doing send me your prayer points your prayer requests so we can agree with you in prayer we believe that God wants to bless you with the fullness of his life you see God has called us to be his voice and that what that means is to simply declare the finished work of Christ to preach the gospel of redemption and so next time I'm going to be talking about another the second blessing of redemption so be sure to tune in go to our website and sign up to get alerts when we go live that you can be notified when we're going to be on live and invite your friends share these messages with your friends I believe God wants to bring you into the life of happiness see blessing means happiness and the righteousness of God gives us the authorization okay we are authorized you my friend are authorized to enter and to receive everything that God has planned for you to receive to be for you to do and you don't have to be anything special you just have to be you and receive his gift it is a gift you don't work for it so I'm gonna see you here next time as we finish thank you for watching and may God bless you so get the Kingdom Impact Ministry mobile app for Apple and Android devices from the App Store today. To receive prayer, order resources, or to become a partner with Kingdom Impact Ministry, call us toll-free, 1-855-41-VOICE. That's 1-855-418-6423, or visit us online at kingdomimpactministry.org. You can also write to us at Kingdom Impact Ministry, P.O. Box 2073, Montrose, Colorado, 81402. This broadcast is a presentation of Kingdom Impact Ministry and is made possible by the grace of God, faithful prayers, and gifts from partners and viewers like you.
as a 